0: (laughs) audio น� Fresan
1: Rewind. The podcast that rewatches, reviews, and responds to every movie, show, and one shot in the Marvel Cinematic Universe for 150 episodes! Yay! Woo! Um, I'm Tony Camarena. And I'm Al Rodriguez. In this episode, we are covering uh, Season 3, Episode 21 of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Absolution, which is the first part of the Season 3 finale, original air date, May 17th, 2016. And, because I know... All our wonderful listeners out there always skip the last like thirty to forty-five seconds of the show. Just telling you right now, come on down, give us a um a follow on Twitter at MCU underscore Rewind and give us a five-star review just to show us this love on this hundred-fiftieth anniversary. Hundred-fiftieth anniversary is way too long. Hundred-fiftieth <laughs> episode. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, you can use that as a hashtag too, right? Hey, following, yeah. tell tell everyone following MCU Rewind. Uh, after their hashtag 150th episode. Yep. Yeah. All right.
1: So, IMDB Summary.
0: Cool. Uh, before that, Tony, you, you should have told me that this is the 150th episode. I would have channeled our 100th episode by drinking a little bit ahead of time. Not <laughs> anywhere what we did for our 100th episode. That was yeah. a mistake.
1: Yeah. Well, establishing that for when we hit the 50 landmarks, we don't do anything different. 150, I'm totally down drinking and making terrible mistake. But that's every roughly two years, so I'm fine with that.
0: Okay, that works. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, oh, that's right. Uh, I'm supposed to read an IMDb summary, right? You are. We have been doing this for 150 episodes. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> it's a showdown, a, a season in the making as S.H.I.E.L.D. takes on Hive, and when his master plan is finally revealed, the team must spring into action. Dun-dun-dun! That summary tells us nothing. This is true.
1: Because also we could have said this about last episode when it was Hive versus Lash. That's the showdown of season in the making too.
0: Yeah, so. exactly. Um Tony, have you ever read any of the descriptions or episode descriptions for Rick and Morty? No, I have not. Uh, So the other day I was uh, scrolling through channels and I saw, oh, in an hour Cartoon Network was going to have an episode on. Mm -hmm. And I I was just curious which episode it was because I was debating if I should do that or watch something on Amazon Prime. And like the description, I had no idea what episode was on. Like I've seen every episode a couple of times and this description of these and I I, got to actually pull one up um, (laughs) just to tell you. Like, actually, you know what, Tony? I think you should um, talk for a little bit while I look Um, one up really quickly. All right.
1: Well, um, just again to all our audience members, we really need those likes and reviews because you know after doing this for was it four years? No, two thousand seventeen to three years. We'd like to make sure our viewers are out there, our listeners are out there. Come on, come on down, give us some love. I, I, I don't like talking about myself. I know I make you do it all the time, Al, but it is just really awkward for me.
0: <laughs> I know. It sucks, right? Ugh. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> uh all right. I'm not able to find one really quickly, so we're just gonna uh skip through this. But uh basically they, they just like it feels like they go pretty far out of their way to um not describe the episodes. Oh hey, here's here's TV dot com. Maybe that will load quickly. I have no idea. Ugh. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Here okay, here here's here's one. I finally actually found one. Um, let's see. So the season two finale, episode ten, the wedding Squanchers Um, the description is things go ham in this one, brah. They all Don messed up this time. The whole family messed up, brah. Yeah.
1: It's uh it feels it sounds like the writers wrote this. hmm
0: <laughs> Yep, exactly. Which is kinda nice. You know, they're actually you know, the, the writers are the ones doing it. But yeah. um, at not least on, descriptive. Yeah, no, definitely on Netflix. I know
1: is at least at one point was a job for people to write descriptions for episodes of TV.
0: Oh, that's good.
1: Yeah, <clears throat> but I don't know if that transfer. It probably doesn't transfer to everything else.
0: Yeah, probably not. Oh, then again, I mean, those descriptions have to come from somewhere. So I'm oh, sure yeah, someone, someone writes somewhere. them. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Um. Have you read the
1: uh, was it the TCM um a summary or a one sentence thing for a Wizard of Oz?
0: No, I have not.
1: Um, woman arrives in the uh, mysterious l- land, murdering a town leader, gathers friends to kill again. Which is <laughs> <like> that. <laughs> yeah,
0: oh, that's a great one. I love those. Yeah. I love when like. <laughs> Like you ever see those? Uh, I think on, on Twitter I see them a lot. Of the describe a movie badly or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I love those. Yeah, those are great. Uh, anyway, let's talk about this episode of Agents of Shield. Mm-hmm. All right, um, and really quickly, like the first half of this episode is just so back and forth. I had so much trouble just trying to separate things because some things were separate, but they just kept jumping back and forth across three different scenes. Yeah. So. Um. I'll try to be a little explicit, I guess, in, in the things specifically we're talking about, but sometimes they get a little overarching. So we might uh, we might be stretching a little bit in things we talk about. But okay. anyway, the episode opens up with a dream sequence. Daisy is stuck in a containment unit with Coulson on the Maveth planet. When she wakes up, Simmons chats with her, trying to see if they can get any more information out of her about Hive and his dastardly plans. She gets nothing new. So it was Earth the whole time. Yeah, exactly. Right. She was just asleep. Yeah. Right. Um, Daisy was never on that planet, was she? No, that is a thought <clears> I did have. <laughs> yeah, so she she seems to have a pretty good um mindset or description in her mind of what that planet looked like. So I'll give her that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean um, it's it's not a hard planet to imagine. It's a nighttime desert. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I think they even had some video, so they they kind of yeah. Uh, what boy? They they had a general idea. Um, I mean,
1: there probably if uh, Simmons had her camera with her or her phone with her when she went through, which oh, I think right. she did. Yeah, she like, did. when she, she came when she came back, she had all that stuff recorded. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when when this episode started, I was like, "Is this is this a flash forward or something?" I don't I don't remember this at all what i thought it was a part of the season that i just completely forgot (laughs) that they went back to the planet uh but no it it, glad it was the the uh the dream sequence yeah i
1: feel like that that would be a part we would remember yeah
0: (laughs) yeah um so and then the other thing uh simmons when she shows up she says that the shield team is heading to a missile silo where the staff went silent five hours ago Mm -hmm. um How long do you think now is from last week's episode? Because last week, Daisy had just gotten back, right? So is it like the next day or something or a couple days? All right, so
1: there's a missile silo. So Mm -hmm. what, they have to bring the warhead they stole to that silo? Is that right?
0: Yeah, they would have to. But I mean, it's also been some time since they got Um, the, the missile. I would say... Let's see,
1: was it, it it was nighttime when Hive fought Lash, right? Or was it just very dark? Uh, I would say
0: say night, yeah. I would say it's 12 hours later. Okay, alright. Yeah, that makes sense. The very next day, basically, to uh, to that. Okay, cool, that works for me. I was just trying to, just trying to figure things out, because it, the episode feels like they just kind of jump into it, but, Mm. I mean... Like we were saying before, S.H.I.E.L.D. is very reactionary as far as like the yeah. kinds of missions they end up on. So hmm.
1: Yeah, and I think the fact that Talbot's still there gives us a little time frame. It can't
0: be like days later. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Okay, yeah, that works yeah. for me. Cool. Alright, I'm ready to move on to the other thing that's happening basically during the same time. Okay. Now that S.H.I.E.L.D. knows Hive has a warhead, Colson, Talbot, and Fitz work to get missile kill codes to make sure it doesn't launch. Fitz impersonates a general with access to those kill codes and Coulson gets them. They're super long.
1: Yeah. Um, too much red tape. Like we were talking about last week.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I do like that, that, you know, they did this basically, right? Like this is, even though shield is kind of trying to come back into the light in a sense, right? Because Coulson is in charge of the ATCU in a shadow capacity. Um, like they're still doing things kinda of like how they had to do last season, right? When they were just a scrappy little organization with not a lot of resources. But they're still mm-hmm. able to do all this stuff. Um, even though they actually do have a ton of resources for some reason. Yeah.
1: I mean, um, yeah. And then having an ally like Talbot helps a lot.
0: Oh yeah. 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 He he knows the exactly sense. the person to talk to, General Landis and all that stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm but um yeah i think as we see throughout the show more than a resources you need good connections and finally talbot's kind of on their side i guess on their side enough to you know believe them and try to stop an atomic or a inhuman warhead
0: yeah exactly like even if talbot like disagreed with all the other stuff like he didn't believe them like all right they have an, they have a warhead we really do need to stop this one. This one this one's really bad. It's yeah. like not as bad as the, you know, alien taking over the planet sort of thing. That would also be really bad. But in his mind at a minimum Warhead, still bad.
1: Yeah. Plus he knows about the alpha primitives.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um I really don't have anything else to say about this. I mean it was just really cool to watch, right? Fits um playing fake general, all that kind of mm. stuff. Nice little slapstick. Oh, yeah.
1: I do I do have a a little bit of this. This shows that Shield has better tech than Marvel Studios. <laughs> because they get they use motion capture to get a photo real version of the general in real time. Which if you've seen watched behind the scenes of Mocap, yeah, you can get motions in real time, but it's definitely it takes a lot of work to make those photo real.
0: Oh yeah. Oh definitely. Yeah. Yeah, technology is still catching up to do what Fitz did right here. Yeah. Which begs the question, um, is this just a technology that they've had for a while? Like, it has to, right? Like, they, they must have used this kind of thing for quite a few missions. I'm sure, like, big organization S.H.I.E.L.D. has had this, and they probably oh, yeah. used it for a lot. Yeah.
1: I mean, and then they could have just, like, used deepfake technology. It would have been much easier.
0: Oh, yeah, exactly. Which is... Um, the
1: type of like, motion capture, but...
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's... it's As far as, like, existing right now, um, it's there. You can already do some crazy stuff. Like, there's also... There, there are some videos out there. Um, I don't think the voice part is as good on the deepfake stuff, um, if I'm remembering correctly. Well, yeah,
1: but that has to be a different technology because the voice wouldn't change for motion capture either.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, hell, even in 2016, it was... It, it was a, a something then. So if you just throw in the you know their shield, they have more resources, kind of thing. Well, yeah, and yeah they definitely have the technology for that.
1: Yeah. Now, you pick Have you seen, um, you know, the opening scene of uh, Justice League with small math Henry Cavill? Yes. Because of the mustache debacle. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, they someone deep faked Henry Cavill's face onto Henry Cavill, and it looks a lot better
0: than that mouth. <laughs> oh, which is cool. I guess it'll make yeah. uh, future um, work like that easier. I guess. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's also deeply troubling and uh, technology,
0: but anyway, it's there. <laughs> yeah, might as yeah, well make that's... the best of it to fix yeah. the superhero movies. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's better to to go with that. All right. Yeah. <clears throat> Ready to move on? Yeah. Why not? Okay. Cool. Uh, so, May, Mac, Lincoln, and Yo Yo go on a mission to stop the missile launch. They successfully infiltrate the island by flying underwater. Once the missile launch is successfully stopped by Fitz, Coulson, and I guess Talbot, because he helped, uh, they jump into action. Mac and Yo Yo set up a trap for Hive while Lincoln lures Hive to the trap. That part works well. In the meantime, May unsuccessfully tries to get the warhead back. But she does at least get Doctor Radcliffe safe, so that's something. Also, Yo-Yo saves the hostages, so that's also something good too. Yes. The trap set by Mac and Yo-Yo works on Hive and scrambles his head, making him relive scenes from older episodes. The mission ends with Hive getting trapped in stasis goo.
1: Yeah, so this is a huge chunk of the episode.
0: Yeah, I had absolutely no idea how to separate this, so I just want uh, we're, we're we're lumping it all together. Yeah. Uh all right, so let's I guess we'll we'll kind of start at the beginning. Um as the team a is... To start. Uh yes, I agree uh wholeheartedly with starting at the beginning, not like mm-hmm. midway through and then going back. That's that's horrible. Um it is, however, how I tell stories because I'm bad at telling stories. Mm-hmm. So fair, uh, fair, Yeah. So May is flying the team um to the island underwater, um, which I guess is really cool that the Zephyr could do that. Um I don't know if we... How's is that? Is it, is it?
1: My first thought is they're pulling a Star Trek into darkness <laughs> when they have the Enterprise underwater. For no reason. Here, also, no reason. Since you can drop someone with a pod down to the place and just fly way above them.
0: Uh, They did give a reason. A reason I'm going to bring up right now. Um, So uh I, I forgot his name Guy, uh, Gaira, uh um says that they were scanning for the shield cloaking stuff like apparently they have the ability to scan for that um so that's why shield knew that they had to not be in the air because they had to fly under the underwater to not be picked up by the by the uh, scanner by their radar well so is this radar
1: Does it not work on the beach or that low?
0: I'm assuming it doesn't work that low. So when they come up from the water, they're like 100 feet in the air versus like actually flying over and would be much higher. That's my assumption of how that works. But my real problem is that they have the ability to scan for a cloaked ship, which (laughs) was an entire plot point at the end of um, Age of Ultron.
1: Yeah, that they can't well, I mean, they probably developed it right after Age of Ultron. <laughs> <She's> <laughs> my... like, we should probably figure this out.
0: I I I guess. Yeah. Like, figure my... this out.
1: Daisy knew about it and apparently she's literally told Hive everything she knows.
0: <laughs> that I could make sense. I, I guess I, I would take that. Um but I, I still have a problem with just knowing how to how to do that. Like uh my only assumption is and I'm, remember, I'm trying to remember the names of the, the planes. So they're in a Zephyr ship, right? Which is the smaller of the ones that they they're fly They're in a in? Quinjet. They're in a Quinjet. Oh, okay. Yes. What the is Zep- the one- huh? I think the Zephyr... The Zephyr is the big
1: one that they have now. Because it's not the bus. That's a completely different type of plane.
0: Oh, that's their, their flying command the, ship. Their, the their main oh, one okay. is
1: the Zephyr. And I'm then, ahead. remember, there's a whole thing. They stole a Quinjet, what, last season? Or a couple Quinjets? Oh, yeah, that's Hyde. right. Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. So at the end of Age of Ultron, was it a Quinjet that Hulk yes. was in? Oh, yes. okay. Well, never mind. So there goes my one uh, thought because so I mixed up the the type. Thing it's a different jets. type of uh, different aircraft. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, oh, Hulk was in like a bigger one, so maybe he had a better cloaking technology. But yeah, never mind. There goes that idea. <clears throat> I'm just gonna complain about this that I okay. think they shouldn't have been able to to do that, but.
1: Yeah, I don't think they should have um should be flying the planes underwater just in general
0: yeah think about or all the spaceships fish or up. spaceships yeah. that too yeah mm-hmm. uh, alright well then let's move on uh, to the other thing so I guess SHIELD is sending all of their active combat uh, personnel on this mission uh, got, them. yeah so you've got one specialist May Mm-hmm. One semi-specialist Mac, because I guess he, he's good at fighting, but he's not—he's not a specialist. That's not his real thing. They're a mechanic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you have two Inhumans. You've got uh, um, Yo-yo. Yo-Yo and uh, Lincoln, and that's Yo-yo. it. It's just the four of them, right? Mm-hmm. So, I guess losing Bobby and Hunter really limited yeah. their power, like that. And, was and Daisy. That's true, yeah. Daisy's out of commission Daisy right now, incapacity. so she, yeah,
1: yeah. Um, that's true. And then like, uh, Coulson could put up a fight, but his legs messed up. Still, he's still using his cane.
0: That's true. He does have that kick-ass shield thing. That's true. All right.
1: mm-hmm. Um,
0: yeah. They also with
1: this part, they show uh, they give Mac the kill switches for Yo-Yo and Lincoln. Um, I feel like this is a bad idea. Not only um is Link is May, Mac a lot nicer, he's also having feelings now for Yo Yo, and just got his ass kicked by Lincoln.
0: So I think he's too nice on one of them and too mean on the other. Well, Ma- I think this is why they gave them to Mac because May will just press the button. Mac, you can kind of hold out and maybe they'll survive. Because didn't Lincoln give the vest give the kill switches to Mac? Yes. Yeah, I think in his mind he he made the uh the choice to help him survive a little bit more if he needed to. Yeah. Yeah. I don't Yeah, I think
1: like if there's hesitation, like oh no, I don't want to kill Yo-Yo or I don't want to kill Lincoln who's been swayed. Lincoln can shock and Yo-Yo can steal the watches really quickly. So, hesitation's bad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. They they really should have gone with me on that. Yeah. So I guess we'll move on to the next part yeah, of this. Move, let's uh, move on section. Yeah. You, you you have the storyline in front of you. I don't know what the next part is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um Hive is just pissed when he finds out that the uh, the launch was cancelled remotely. So he was all excited and now he's angry. So he tells Dr. Radcliffe to go and restart that missile launch and fix everything. And uh Doctor Radcliffe, after saying, That's not possible, that's not a thing I know how to do, changes his mind. Uh, because he's um, he's a uh, very incentivized to do that. So he starts to. Are, are you a doctor in the MCU or not? Because doctors <laughs> in the MCU can do everything. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Because yeah, uh, I'm trying to remember what was it? Um, Hank Pym, was you know he created his you know Pym particles, and mm-hmm. he's also the one who made the. Was he? Ah, ah now I forget the Helicarriers. Right? Was that him? Was that him? I don't think that was. He did something. He he made something for Shield. I forget what it was. It either way, he also made Ultron. So that's a whole separate thing. But yeah. Well, yeah,
1: Ultron in the comics. Yeah. Are you talking about in the comics?
0: Yeah, I, I mean in the comics. I, I don't. I yeah. don't know.
1: He might have made the. Helicopter. That would make sense, because he was part of the Avengers the original teammate. Yeah. Uh, it wouldn't I, surprise me if he were. If he was the right. guy who invented
0: yeah. the Helicarrier. So yeah, in in Marvel, uh, scientist means you can do all of that stuff. Because why not? Yeah. So many different fields all wrapped in one. Yeah,
1: what's your job. Scientist. What kind? The science kind?
0: (laughs) The kind that also makes things. You mean an engineer? No. No. Scientist. Scientist. (laughs) Although, Uh, conversely,
1: Tony Stark... I feel like he's an engineer, but not a scientist, which is why they, even though he has doctorates, they don't call him Dr. Stark.
0: Yeah, I I guess. like I it, I really feel like he would go by that name, but I, I'm just curious why he doesn't. Yeah, I mean, again, even the AI he programmed,
1: he programmed
0: it to call him Mr. Stark. Hmm. All right. Wait, <laughs> does he actually have the PhDs, or were they honorary PhDs? I do not know. Eh, I, I won't. <laughs> Maybe they're honorary. Or honorary. Uh, I don't know. We'll just ignore that for, for now and keep complaining about this every couple of months.
1: Hey, if I ever get an honorary PhD, everyone's calling me Dr. Camarena.
0: That's or
1: fair. the doctor. Or Dr. Doom. Ha ha ha. No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if you're ever on a plane and someone yells, is there a doctor on the plane? Uh, and you raise <laughs> yes. your hand. I do have an honorary doctorate in fine arts. <laughs> Uh, no, I
1: can't help you. I just wanted to let everyone know. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. Why fine arts? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's just, that, that was the easy one to get. Yep. Um, I applied for a few others, but they didn't just give me a doctorate in yep. uh, in particle physics. So, oh well.
1: <laughs> and I can't get a doctorate in Star Wars or comic books.
0: So, <laughs> So fine arts it is. That's the closest you can get. Yep. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, let's kind of split up what the different members of the team are doing. Uh, okay. So Mac and Yo-Yo are working on a thing, uh, mm-hmm. and then this is the thingy to trap uh, Hive later on. Uh, and during this, uh, Yo-Yo gives Mac the Death Cross back because, yes. or while well, he tries to give it to her, and she's like, "No, no, no, you keep it," because she's smarter than that. Death Hot Potato Part Two. Uh, a lot more in this episode, yeah.
1: Yeah. Also, um, he's working and she says he's too slow and calls him uh, a turtle man, which, slight spoilers, I almost brought up last week. Um, This is a nickname that she goes, she calls him for the rest of the time that they're in the show together.
0: Turtle really? Man. Oh, yeah. Does she say yeah. it in Spanish? No, she says it in English. Then I don't know how I've gone this far without noticing.
1: Yeah, she, she calls him um a turtle man or turtle. Which I didn't remember until watching rewatching this episode. This is where it comes from because I was like, "That's really weird," <laughs> but I did know that. Huh. Yeah, no, I think I would recognize if they called him Tortuga um, Chapo. I, I guess Tortuga, <laughs> Turtle Man. <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't know how to say "man" in Spanish. Neither do I. Okay. Then Chocolate. we'll move on. Yeah. It's not
0: something we're going to look up like other things we look up. Nope. Um,
1: Tortuga is turtle because that's where Captain Jack Sparrow goes. A, no. The <laughs> Isle of Tortuga.
0: It's good to know. Yep. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. All right. Um, let's move on to the other stuff that's going on. Um, so Lincoln ends up in a room with Hive because Lincoln mm-hmm. is bait. And uh, Hive is talking to him. He's like, oh, hey, uh, I had Daisy here, blah, blah, blah stuff to make you angry and then uh, Lincoln gets angry and shows his little Pikachu power with his hand doesn't do anything just shows that he can get a little sparky uh, and then he runs off and uh, um, so one of the other things also during this time Hype says to Lincoln that hey maybe I'll just take over your body I'll go into you Lincoln uh, is that a thing he can do because we've never seen him do he, that he to kills humans him, if he kills him Oh, that's right. It's a it's a I mean, body thing. Yes.
1: yes. Okay. Uh, that's why he looks like uh, Ward.
0: <laughs> that's right. Okay, I I forgot that that's how he did it. Like I remember, if he kills someone, uh, or if he sends his powers thing, these little insect things at people or parasites, parasites at people. Mm-hmm. They did say that if they're normal human, they die. If they're inhuman, they come under his thrall. So yeah. okay, all right, that makes sense. All right. Um, so uh, Lincoln runs away, and uh, Hive ends up in the the trap that Mac and Yo Yo have. I mean, it wasn't ready because Mac is a turtle man, but uh, Yo Yo gets it all set up for sure. For yeah, for pretty quick. Yep. Uh, during this time, Hive says that the machine won't kill him. How does he know?
1: I think he's just being cocky. I think he thinks nothing will kill him.
0: Oh, okay. I guess that's fair. I, I could understand that. Yeah. Cockiness. Yeah. So yeah, so he gets supercharged and we see flashbacks
1: of episodes we've seen. Mm -hmm. Convenient that he's had thousands of hundreds or thousands of lives,
0: and we only see um people we've met already. Those are more recent for him. I'll give him that. Yeah, it's true. Easier to remember.
1: Do we see the original inhuman? I I don't think
0: so. No, I, I think it was I think we only see stuff of um uh, ward of um that guy's brother whose name i can't remember
1: yeah um ah uh, yeah we're bad at this
0: Eh, it doesn't matter he's dead um that guy's brother <laughs> um and then um simon's boyfriend. boyfriend yeah what's what's his name greg uh, damn nope, nope. Yeah, something stupid. It's one of those names. All right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Lincoln, stupid. No, okay.
0: uh,
1: um. Hmm. Have you ever listened to the Doctor Who audio adventures?
0: No. Okay, are these are you... these
1: like the books that they they have? No, they're actual audio plays. You know, old school audio plays. But uh-huh. um, they've been going on since like 1990s. Um, and they have audio plays for the. Was it the fifth, oh, the fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth? Skip nine because Chris since not coming back, and ten so far. Those are the um, they have like other stories with those doctors. Oh, cool. original cast and stuff like that for the most part. Always the original doctor. Um, the eighth doctor has become one of my favorite doctors because of these audio stories because he's actually has more stories than anyone else because he's all on those stuff. Also. <laughs> John Hurt for the War Doctor did like a few of them before he
0: died. Oh, cool! Yeah, so really he cool. actually he, like did stuff. Like, yeah, it, it wasn't just he was around for two weeks yeah. of the series. I think he has okay.
1: twelve episodes. They come in little like three episode sets. I think he did four of those of the Time War. Oh, but cool. anyway, the Eighth Doctor had a villain called the Eleven, not the Eleventh Doctor, the Eleven, okay. who was a Time Lord. Who is driven insane because every time he regenerates, the voice of the previous regenerations still are still in his mind driving him insane, fighting with each other and stuff like that. Huh. So this this is what reminds me of what's going on with Hive, is he gets flashes of his past lives and stuff like that from this memory machine.
0: Cool. Alright. Yeah. I mean, cool for everyone else, um, sucks for him. Yeah. Also, you can find the Audio Adventures on Spotify. They're really good. Oh, sweet. So yeah. they're included in my subscription. Yeah. I, mm-hmm.
1: I don't know of all of them, but definitely the older ones. They probably still sell the newer ones.
0: Oh, okay. That, that yeah. makes sense. Okay, sweet. I will be looking at those.
1: I recommend The Eighth Doctor. I, I love him good than those. I, anyway. I'll start with those, yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> all right. Um, uh, I guess I don't have anything else with this um Mm -hmm. so did i completely skip over i don't have any notes so this was one of the things that was kind (laughs) of a problem when i was watching this episode and taking down notes there was so much action happening back and forth that i feel like i just missed parts like i forgot to write down notes i kept having to rewind and stuff um so i didn't write down anything with what may does oh no i did it was just skipped over somewhere else uh may goes after the warhead Mm-hmm. Um, she takes down like four or five primitives. Um, yeah. So you know she does what May does, which was cool. Yeah. She also
1: tries to pull a Captain America by pulling down a helicopter, but she can't get a grip on the warhead. <laughs> I was like, she's going for it. She's going, it. and she, you know she can't do that. There's a
0: bigger helicopter, and she's not Captain America. <laughs> so when that warhead was being pulled up, yes, I didn't see like a rope or a chain or anything. Did you? Fl-
1: uh. I think so, yeah.
0: Okay, because I, I really should have rewound for that because I did not see one. I thought they were like beaming it up or something. Well, Gaira could have been there. Oh, that would make a lot more sense because Gaira was one of the people told to take it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think there was a chain, but I'm not 100% sure. Okay. Yeah. That works for it me. Didn't, it didn't occur. I think. I bet I saw a chain cause it, or a rope or whatever because it didn't occur to me that it wasn't it was just floating away i think that's something i would have (laughs) noticed.
0: okay all right then i'm just being stupid kind of making stuff up all right (laughs) uh um let's see uh so then everyone's leaving the base and hive Mm -hmm. tries to stop them all uh but they get him in the containment pod in the gel containment pod well yeah
1: because he's dangerous
0: oh yeah yeah he is um, I guess we've never actually seen someone go into gel, have we? Because that like that filled up quick. No, I don't think we have. Um, yeah,
1: have, no, we've seen people in containment pods, mm-hmm. but yeah, I guess not. Although it's really smart to use a containment pod. Do you did you figure out why they used one?
0: Um, because we've been saying for weeks that they don't use these things as often as they should, and they finally decided to. No,
1: because if he's frozen, he can't give commands to the people under his sway.
0: Oh, Oh,
1: that makes a lot more sense. Yeah, that just occurred to me. But I was like, <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good reason.
0: Yeah. All right. Cool. Awesome. Even better.
1: Mm-hmm. So, Although I'm sure if JT or Gaia was down there, they would have gotten him out anyway. It's like he's
0: not he's not telling me not to do it or to yeah. do it. Yeah. Yeah. They're still under his sway in a sense, mm-hmm. right? they which yeah. which kind of makes them almost. <clears throat>
1: stronger within humans than um than uh Kilgrave would have been cuz if Kilgrave can't talk to you then they can't can they won't continue doing what they're doing
0: that's true we also don't know if there's like a time limit to his power right cuz Kilgrave yes, had Yes we do.
1: Oh we do? What what's Hive there, there was it was like 24 hours and then he got his powers longer. So no Hive
0: like... not Kilgrave. Oh Hive my bad. Yeah. My bad. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Mm-hmm. Because I think originally it was like eight hours for Kilgrave, and then he kept going. Yeah, I think eight or twelve. Okay,
1: but anyway, there was a mm-hmm. time limit.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, Hive definitely seems a lot better on that mm-hmm. with, um, with the uh, Inhumans. Hmm. Yep. Cool. Um. So during all of this, back at the playground, um, Fitz and Coulson. Uh, are uh, talking about stuff, and then that really doesn't go very far. But um, uh, Coulson and Daisy end up talking. Um, Coulson tells Daisy that hey, we stopped the missile launch, and Coulson or er, Coulson also tells blame. Yeah, 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 I'm doing really bad reading my notes today. Coulson also tells Daisy uh, she's not to blame uh, for what happened because you know mind control. Uh, mm-hmm. She vehemently disagrees with that statement. She she blames herself for all of it and everything.
1: <clears throat> yeah, um, this reminds me of how Bucky's feeling, even though Bucky mm-hmm. acts a lot less guilty.
0: <laughs> yeah, because he knows he's you know, he was under mind control. Then again, Bucky's had like years to get used to this. Um, yeah, this is like a day later for yeah, he
1: Yeah, he's had two years of the point of the civil war from the end of Winter Soldier. Yeah. So yeah. So did, do you think Bucky maybe like spent like a week crying or something?
0: Uh, it's possible. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he for a while he was probably in survival mode right after the end of uh yeah. the Winter Soldier. So he probably had like left, probably had to like wait for things to kind of calm down, make sure he wasn't go check being out. Tracked.
1: Go check out museums at the Smithsonian.
0: Yep, that too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean, you know, hey, if you're in Washington, you might as well see some of the tourist spots. You know, they, That's no, they've got true. some I, I,
1: I don't disagree.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> so, uh, the White House, the Smithsonian, the ruins of the Triskelion yeah mm-hmm. all good places. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Uh, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the other things that Coulson says to Daisy is that um, the way that Hive takes over your mind for the Inhumans is it like gives you basically it's it's a drug, right? It's this whole pleasure center mm-hmm. thing, and so she's just going through withdrawals, but, like. She hasn't had her drug in a while. So, yeah. um, She'll she'll be better soon, but right now, you know, that's part of her being so sad about all of the stuff that she's done.
1: Yeah, that's true. I mean, I bet she'd be sad anyway, but it definitely amplifies it.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I I don't blame her, right? Given the stuff she did. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, ready to move on i guess yeah why not okay for such a big part of the episode we really haven't had much to say we've just kind of gone from scene to scene um so yeah, i
1: feel like these are much more action heavy and not as deep as previous episodes of shield
0: yeah that's true i guess that's one of the things that that makes it hard right like that's why i kept i was you know having so much trouble separating things out because yeah yeah it's exactly that kept going back and forth quickly so, uh, next thing, we see Talbot complimenting Coulson on a job well done. Then he yells at Radcliffe for creating the privative Inhumans. hmm And that's um, all I've got. Yeah.
1: I like Radcliffe's um, judge of character. It's like I can tell by your mustache that you're an important man. <laughs> <laughs> Talbot probably... I mean, no, he doesn't love it because his retort is like, "I could tell you're a weasel by what your your beady eyes or something like that." I can't remember yeah. exactly what he said. Yeah. Not as good like, as mine. yeah, uh, but I do. I would like to think that that would usually work on Talbot. He's <laughs> <laughs> like a man very proud of his mustache.
0: Yes, I got every time I see the mustache, I think just just shave it, get uh get rid of it. Yeah, uh, someday yeah. maybe. He, he, I mean. <clears throat> He shaves the He doesn't have a
1: mustache when he's he's a flying guy in Heroes or a villain in the, a Supergirl.
0: Okay, so someday, yeah. someday, someday. <laughs> uh um. Oh, I think this is also a point where uh, Talbot tells uh, Radcliffe that he needs to reverse what he did to them. Mm-hmm. So, we'll see whatever ends up happening with that. Because I don't actually remember if they ever figure that out, but. I feel like if he could figure that out, he can also figure out how to reverse inhumans? Reverse people from being inhumans? Yeah.
1: Which that. makes me think he doesn't do that.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Huh. and we'll figure it out. By the end <laughs> of this season, I'm sure we'll we'll get an answer. Because <laughs> I don't think that ever happens at the end of next, or by in next season. I don't think they ever bring anything up remotely close yeah, to right. that, Yeah, yeah. Hmm.
1: I mean, well, we shall see.
0: We've only got one episode left, so... <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's right. Keep forgetting. This is the penultimate episode. Mm-hmm. God, Shiny
1: I love word that usage. word.
0: Yeah, I know. Right? I, right. I, I, I love it, too. <laughs> yeah, now, now that I know what it is, and then I learned it like six months ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ah, <laughs> uh, It is. God, it's so weird because it's not what I had always assumed it meant. But I'm glad it's not a word that I would use regularly because then I would have yeah. just been so wrong all the time. <laughs> I would just think it's the last one or the best you know, one.
1: You know what's something we uh, didn't discuss? the definition of
0: absolution. I had to look it up. <clears throat> oh. Uh is that the title of this episode? Yes. Or is that last? Oh, I did I also had to look it up. Um, <laughs> yeah. But if you want to talk about it cuz I'm assuming you have it written down or something.
1: Yeah, it okay. is it pretty much means forgiveness, <laughs> but usually the forgiveness a like priest can give to a follower. But um yeah, there's a lot of talk about forgiveness in this Especially how Daisy's feeling
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly <laughs> Plus With, um, you know, Hive thinking He's kind of like this god And everyone, you know, just listening to him mm-hmm. just Him, forgiving people Maybe, although he doesn't really do any of that In this episode Yeah, he well, he thinks he's a god But everyone else considers him the devil So Well mm-hmm. Yeah Yeah, all right. (laughs) Uh, um, So moving on, Coulson Mm -hmm. says that they need to be ready for the other Inhumans to come for Hive. So he's assuming that they're coming in, they'll attack, etc. During this time, Lincoln says that he wants to leave once Hive Hive is gone for good, once they figured out a way to get rid of him. Which is Um, good, because I don't want him there. Exactly. Unfortunately, Coulson tries to convince him to stay, even though, Tony, you... Uh, don't want him to stay. Yeah. yeah. Um,
1: Agent Phil Coulson, you are funded by the government, which means I pay your your salary. So
0: fire this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Someday someone will listen to that line. Uh, <laughs> no, and I don't think anyone should listen to
1: those people who say I pay your salary because that's a dick move.
0: <laughs> Agreed, one hundred percent. That's not how that works. Nope. All right. Um, I I mean, I guess I'm glad with Lincoln deciding to leave, right? Because, like, as a character, he's very hot-headed. And even though last week he was good and followed the plan, that's not going to be a normal thing for him. Like, Daisy eventually learned to do that. Barely? Like, she still kind of goes off and does her own thing. Like, a... Like that episode where she kidnapped um, that guy from the Watchdogs. Um, mm-hmm. but she like having two of that kind of character on a team <laughs> would definitely mess with things.
1: That's true. Yeah. Well, we already had two because Lance is that way too. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I it's think not good. That. Yeah, yeah. Lance and Bobby had to leave <laughs> and start their own show, and then never get uh, that show on the TV. We don't know.
0: Yeah. Anyway, Uh all right. (laughs) I I guess it was okay with him because because he always had Bobby to rein him in. So. Well, yeah. 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 All right. Um. Yeah, I guess I don't have anything else with that. You ready to move on? Yeah, ready. All right. Um. Yeah. God, it feels like we're going through this really quickly, but we're still forty minutes in. Uh, so we're gonna go ahead and take a quick break and um, read uh, a our message for the week. Um, and this isn't actually uh, a paid advertisement. Um, we've partnered with uh, the with a, a uh, organization for uh, making a public service announcement. That's right. This is a PSA. You see, uh, kids these days are pledging their lives to a two thousand year old alien. They want some cool powers, and fish oil tablets are not doing it for them. So please, parents, adults, other people in the area, talk to children and make sure they don't join in the Hive Pledge Challenge. Instead, promote the idea of something else with some sort of cool code. For example, uh, like an MCU code for rewinding stuff. Um, It's true. mm -hmm, Yeah. Uh, If you listen to our other episodes, you can use MCU Rewind as a promo code two things that we have uh advertised before so or uh-huh. hashtag 150th episode oh there you go yeah that's also cool get them to listen to this podcast because then they won't want to um do hive drugs or anything like that yep it's
1: true mm-hmm. it's, it's yep. destroying our youth exactly our, our superpowered youth
0: yep that's the problem with kids these days <laughs> <laughs> uh, all righty Let's get back into it. So Mac goes to tell Daisy that they've got Hive. Mm -hmm. Woohoo. She seems all right with it, um, but she doesn't like that she uh, kicked Mac's ass. Uh, Mac forgives her because it wasn't actually her. Um, She was under one of the many, many types of mind control in the MCU.
1: (laughs) Yes. Um, Well, Mac gives her word of the day. Absolution. Ooh. Yeah. Also, uh, right when he leaves the room to go to her, he leaves the crucifix on the bench. Part two or part three of just hot
0: potato. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. I, uh... oh, I do. I I was going to bring that up uh, a little bit later, but yeah, as he's leaving to go talk to Daisy, he leaves that there. Yeah.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, this, this is, I think it would be a more powerful scene, the scene of Mac forgiving Daisy, if it wasn't the scene I've seen a hundred times before in other shows.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, I like that Mac knows it wasn't really her. She was under mm-hmm. mind control, uh, which is nice. Because I think I've said this a bunch of times before, right? I, I always hate it when someone, like, doesn't, have that separation. Like they just see the person like, ah, you were evil. Like, no, I didn't mean to be. Yeah. I swear. Yeah. Uh example
1: number one, Xander and Angel. <laughs> I think that's my biggest thing.
0: Don't remember this. I'm assuming when, this was while they, he was Angelus.
1: Yeah, when he was Angelus and then no one ever trusts Angel ever again. But mostly Xander's the biggest asshole.
0: Well, Xander also was jealous of Angel dating Buffy for a long time. Yeah. The answer, I think for like the first half of the
1: show is just a terrible character. He's funny, but he's a terrible person.
0: Yeah, that's that's true. Or well,
1: maybe even further than that. <laughs> Probably until the second to the last episode
0: when he loses a eye. But anyway. I really got to finish rewatching the series. Like I got so far and then I just stopped and never went back to it. It's it's on the yeah. list. I got to get back to it. Uh, anyway, yeah, I agree. Um Daisy also kind of mentions to to Mac what Hive does, like taking over your memories, um and then makes you attack the ones you love and then you love Hive for because you did that, for him mm-hmm. letting you attack the ones you love. So, yeah. um yeah, so that actually also really reinforces her emotional state of like like yeah, it's not just like this drug where you feel good, you also do horrible things and then feel good about it. Like mm-hmm. Yeah, so that one's that one's pretty bad. Which means that she was feeling really good about herself when she was almost killing Mac. She was about to kill him too. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't know if she felt good about killing Mac, but she felt good that she was helping things along. Mac was a necessary sacrifice. Yeah. But that... She still called call throughout the whole thing. She still called him my friends. They're my, they're her friends.
0: Yeah, that's true. It, it, I guess it's a, she's doing it for the greater good, right? Going for back to that. The greater good. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> All right. So around the time of that scene happening with Mac and Daisy, uh, Fitzsimmons are also doing some stuff. So they're looking at the work that Radcliffe did, trying to decipher it, kind of giving up. Um, they're basically saying that it's going to take a long time to understand mm-hmm. and reverse, if that's even possible. Uh during the same time Simmons is trying to book a trip for her and Fitz, she wants to blow his mind by snorkeling. <laughs> Fitz gets called is away what to they check call it nowadays Hive into the facility yep exactly
1: yeah um so you got an engineer, uh-huh to be fair, and a engineer did uh make these things because... Rancliffe is more technological than biological. No, he is a bioengineer. Mm-hmm. But the biochemist is looking up vacation ideas. I, come on, Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> because together. she should be working on this right now? Yeah. Together you make one doctor who can do everything. But together.
0: <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Well separate, okay. They excel in their own field, that's true. But yeah, they've they team up on a Ton of things every other episode, they're always making something,
1: yeah. Um, it's like at work, um, I have a very close friend, uh, Catherine, another teacher, Miss Sheldon to the kids. Um, the kids will ask, say something, I'll tell the kids, um, between me and Miss Sheldon, we know everything in the world. I'll say this specifically when Miss Sheldon Ms. Catherine's not there, uh-huh. and then she'll ask me a question. It's like if I don't know the answer, oh, that's when Miss Sheldon knows, yep, <laughs> yep, <laughs> it's
0: like this. Fitz and knows everything,
1: but they both need to be working on the problem.
0: <coughs> yeah, exactly. Otherwise, you're just getting fifty percent of the solution, and that's not good enough. That's still an F, nope. a failing grade. Yep. It's like, yeah, never
1: mind. I was going to try to make a pun, but it wasn't going to work. <laughs> something, something clever with the word absolution. Oh, ah. <laughs> couldn't think. Couldn't put it together in time.
0: <laughs> that's fair. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh um, yeah, so Fitz finds out that he has to go and, uh, check Hive into the facility. I guess he has to sign a form or something. Um, and as he's stepping out, he decides to take that death cross with him. Uh-oh. And mm-hmm. the shield logo jacket that he's never worn before, also seen in the flash forward. Oh, I missed so, that. Okay. So as of right now, Fitz is going to die. Yeah. In the one time we see him wear a jacket this season, I know. Like it was very, very peculiar because
1: he doesn't. That's not his style. He doesn't wear his leather shield logo jacket.
0: Yeah,
1: that's that's May thing.
0: Maybe he wears May's
1: jacket for comfort.
0: Oh, maybe, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They're not not doing anything right now. May is obviously not using it. So, yeah, okay. Yeah. (laughs) Uh. Yeah. So uh, Fitz then gets to the the hangar and finds out that the bay doors are stuck open. Uh-oh. But um, then he later realizes that a delivery is from Absolution, Montana. But it's too late. Bomb goes off, and it turns a red shirt into an alpha primitive inhuman. So you can just mail things to the S.H.I.E.L.D. base? <laughs> Apparently, yes. I mean, I guess if you know the address, yeah. Um, that makes sense. They don't have like a PO box? Straight to the base. I yeah. So <laughs> um I think I've told you before, I follow a lot of people on on Twitter who do like a um security Deliveries, penetration testing.
1: Okay. Yeah, yes. yeah for,
0: for like, you know, like their job is to break into a place and then assert, you know, how good their security is and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Um so one attack vector that I've heard of is to mail in um a a device that like so, okay let me go back a little bit you know how i tell stories horribly i started yeah. not at the beginning so there are devices that exist you can buy them um and they just have like a ton of free software on them so you can make it yourself if you want but mm-hmm. um <clears throat> this thing basically like it figures out what radio signals are in the area like wi-fi bluetooth things like that and it just starts trying to hack into as many of them as possible and then um, you have a way to log into it and then you can start like doing things. So now you have a device that's inside of the, the, the network because um, it's just like trying every possible password and things like that. Yeah. Um, And then, you know, if you just mail this thing to the building, then that's just kind of an easy way to get it there. And it has a mm-hmm. battery that'll only last for so long, but long enough to get inside. And then you're, you're able to start doing your own stuff. So, um. yeah that's basically exactly what you know has happened here someone just mailed something and they got lucky and it ended up in a place where it should have
1: yes so do you know since you follow this you might not how do does the white house handle this stuff can you mail stuff directly to the white house or or a military base
0: i have absolutely no idea i um, assume you can't <laughs> Well, that's actually a good question. How how do you mail stuff to a military base? Because I would imagine similar concept or the Pentagon, right? Other yeah. military, like definite you know, places where they have that kind of stuff. Because, you know, you do have to send mail to soldiers, right? If you want to mail bet. something to family or friends. I mean, my logic, based on none of this research, you know way
1: more about this than I do. <laughs> but my logical thing would be like, since they're part of the U.S. government, maybe even though you mail it to the pentagon they have an off-site thing where they'll open the mail to make sure top generals aren't poisoned or this hacking device isn't mailed to a place that has classified information
0: it's a good point because i know that they do scan mail like that's the yeah. thing i know that happens um but that's it like that's all i know so like if they're so that they'll be able to check that there isn't a bomb but i don't know hmm. if that checks for like poisons or anything like that not sure. I would
1: think after the anthrax scares or right after September 11th, they that's, would do something like that.
0: That's true. Well, I think that's the thing I was thinking of, like when I first heard that they scan for that kind of stuff. But mm-hmm. I don't know. Hey, anyway, any of our listeners, uh, if you know how that works, we're really curious. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, tell us. Uh, after you follow us on Twitter, we are at MCO Rewind. Um, you can tell us on Twitter or you can let us know in a review that you leave online.
1: Well, you know what? We should just tweet. How would you um, put bombs or poison into the Pentagon? All right. I Sounds good. I feel like good. that's a really great thing to put right. online.
0: Okay. I'll do exactly. that right now Um, with our MC Rewind Twitter account. Of course. Not my, oh, totally. Totally. not our personal ones. No, no, no.
1: Of course not. There's no way to track those. <laughs>
0: exactly. Connect those to us. Exactly. Uh, so, um, this bomb goes off and it makes one primitive. That primitive then grabs another red shirt and pulls him in, and now you have two primitives. God grab- damn it, somebody turn on the fan! <laughs> <laughs> just like Blow the, the, the Terry Genesis away. <laughs> and then two other red shirts show up, try to help Fitz, and then the two primitives that exist grab them and pull them into the uh, into the gas. And uh, okay. I think it stops after that, only four. Uh, but man, that sure. could have gone really bad. Yeah,
1: The three of those red shirts who turn into primitives... Um, they were actually people who won a contest that they were doing, like this reality competition show on YouTube during the Shield off season to get cameos in Shield.
0: Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that explains why there was some bad acting. Um, when you see the two uh, red shirts just kind of go on on, mm-hmm. um, they just like walk up a little bit and then they're like, it's like they're surprised that there was something behind them. Yeah. I was wondering well, yeah. what was going on there. It was weird.
1: At least I think those two were. And then the third person you won was a woman and none of those red shirts were women, but they, they're she's credited as a shield agent, so she might be in the background somewhere and I missed it. Oh but definitely cool. okay. those two guys who did less than superb acting <laughs>
0: were two of the two of the people. Uh huh. Yep. Okay. That's awesome. Well, I gotta look out for those things more. Maybe uh we'll end up in uh in a uh uh, episode of something someday. Yep. N- yeah. Cool. Maybe.
1: Yeah. I doubt it because MCU um, MCU TV is gone, and I don't think Kevin Feige is going to just let anyone be on his special shows.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I I understand that. Oh well. Anyway. Yeah. So um, Simmons is able to get fa- fits out using some sort of magical algorithm that they. Talked about.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's this mumbo jumbo that they obviously they, they discussed in college that means nothing.
0: Uh, yeah, exactly. Like, uh, it's, all right. Cool. They just needed a way to get fits out, I guess.
1: Now, to be fair, if they said the exact right thing that would have opened it with a proper name, it would have meant nothing to me or the average viewer. Yeah. Might have, might have meant something to you. But no. you know more about this.
0: <laughs> no, I, I like. My assumption is that she was just at a computer, like typing a bunch of things. Like, what? Uh Like, if they said, oh, this is a reference to something, like maybe Fitz has a back door into that system, and what he said was a way for her to know that there was a back door, Mm -hmm. like without telling everyone else in the base that it exists. Like, okay, I could see that. That would be cool. But they just kind of make us assume that no, this is some techno mumbo jumbo. To do things yeah. like yeah, right. They just needed to save Fitz's life. Not any of those Richards, though.
1: They're all gone. Well, yeah, they they are gone. Yes, they're dead. <laughs> they are. Well, they're essentially gone because <laughs> Simmons doesn't give a damn about them because she wants to research vacation options.
0: <laughs> yes, she just wants to get back to her desk and look at places to go on vacation. Yep, with Fitz, which is why she needs Fitz. Yes, yeah. That's if this is Mac. She wouldn't care. Yeah, she would have just gone back to her desk. <laughs> like, what? Why am I over here? Ugh. All right, fine. Ugh. All right. So, finally, we'll get to the end. Um, mm-hmm. The primitives get Hive out of the gel. Daisy realizes that Hive knows the Zephyr can be used to deliver the inhuman uh, creation toxin stuff in place of the warhead. Uh, she gets out of her containment unit and tells Hive to take her back. Because, you know, now she's a junkie. Yeah. yeah.
1: That makes sense.
0: hmm
1: Alright. Um, so we have them there. We we heard already that Daisy has told Hive everything. Yes. But everything enough to actually fly the Quinjet. Or or the Zephyr, I can't tell what this is. <clears throat> but either way, does she literally sit him down every day for what the three days or four days she was with him (laughs) and just like so what you do is you press this button this button you pull back on the throttle and just like like literally he knows everything she knows um so i think
0: i i'm gonna go with no because i don't think she knows how to fly that plane like i don't think that was ever part of her training we never see her fly right She it was on I thought it was on autopilot to save her at the end of last week's episode.
1: It may have been well, yeah, no, definitely, because she was unconscious. <laughs> oh
0: yeah, that's right. Um, but, but also I'm like, trying
1: to think, did she ever fly because May's almost always the pilot. Yeah. May or Bobby.
0: Uh-huh. Hmm. But also, in addition to that, um, they said something about uh they were hoping that Hive wouldn't remember how to fly the plane because ward was able to to fly it so i think because uh, he has ward's memories he's able to that do that really which then okay, means that, make sense. that daisy didn't actually have to tell hive that that ship can be used in place of the uh warhead because ward just would have known that information so i feel like that one was a little well, the, bit much but ward ward was only there when they were on the bus oh that's right yeah okay so if this is an upgrade, then mm-hmm. I guess that's possible. Okay. Probably higher altitude. Yeah. Okay. I'll take it. It sounds good. All right.
1: Yeah. And then Daisy begs to be we- back with Hive. Yeah. Which is like, hey, don't do that. That's not good.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh-oh.
1: But it's a relapse. <laughs> because this is a drug.
0: Yeah. Exactly. So she's she wants that high. Hive high. And the high. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh yeah. Yep. Alright. Um on that hive note. <laughs> <laughs> puns are great.
0: Yeah. Alright, Tony, let's uh let's finish this up. How many bad puns do you give this episode? Oh uh, this does
1: not the quality of the episodes, but I would literally give them all the bad puns just so I could say all the bad puns. <laughs> but I would give this episode um Maybe 3.5, I like it a little better than last week's episode, but it's still, it's... A complaint we have, though necessary, set-up episodes aren't usually as good as a payoff. And The next week is all payoff for the entire season.
0: Yeah, agreed. Um, I mean, I'm with you exactly on the 3.5. Uh, to be fair, when this episode premiered, it was on the same night as mm-hmm. next week's episode, so two-parter in one. Um, but... Uh, uh eh, yeah i mean it started off pretty good like really action you know they, they started they were doing stuff uh but once that ended once they had hive they were back at the base and then things just kind of lulled a little bit so yeah yeah although
1: like once people started getting sucked in the cher- Terrigen mist um i thought it was like it was the excitement ramped up mm-hmm. i like
0: the ending yeah no it, it so was good won't. that it was really just that middle part that just kind of didn't do it too well yeah no. All right, You ready to wrap this up? Yeah, that sounds good to me, Tony. Read whatever thing you read from the script. Cause I, I know neither will. of us have that memorized. Join us next time as we cover Age of the
1: Shield Season 3, Episode 22, Ascension, the season finale. And if you want to hear about how to join us on Twitter and give us 5 star reviews, go back to the beginning of this episode. I'm not going to repeat again how to go on the Twitter and join us at mcu-rewind- or that you should go on to iTunes and give us a five-star review. Um, so since I'm skipping all that stuff, this was Marvel Cinematic Rewind for Agent C- S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 3, Episode 21, Absolution, signing off. Have a marvelous day.